Greetings and welcome to Induction Burners, Episode 6, Bricks, with Daniel Heedcamp to Nick Buffon. Celebrities, these are A-list guests, you know. Um, yeah. What about like Ira Glass? <laughs> um, does Ira Glass go on Stern? Go on yeah. Stern? Or are you saying as another? No, I'm trying to think of somebody who's like a you know an A-list celebrity who who's. I don't know that Ira Glass is like quite him. quite an A-list. <laughs> he's like the A-minus. I mean, like, he's A-minus. great. But <laughs> he's right. Up. No, you're yeah. I would like, listen to that. <laughs> See, I like that level. Like the dude from the from Spoon. It wasn't even yeah, the guy yeah, from yeah. Shins. That I'm, I, I met the dude from the Shins once. Really? He's a really sensitive guy, man. I, yeah. Oh. Seems like he must be. Yeah. He seems like a great guy. Yeah. I, I just it was briefly. It was like an after show event. Like. Uh-huh. I, the Shins dude was there. Also, the Peter Bjorn and John dudes were there. Oh, whoa. Whoa. So that was cool. I got. I was like, man, like all these. Yeah. Peter Bjorn, Bjorn and John at that point weren't, they weren't what, they had, the, the album was out, but they hadn't like But risen. that song like wasn't quite. It like, didn't peak. Like later I came to, like I was like, oh, I think I've heard of your band when I met the dude. But then like two months later, it was like, bam, everywhere. Yeah. Totally. Now, yeah. That was the song that was, that played when you opened my MySpace page. <laughs> Yeah. Whenever I was sad, I would listen to the Sandra, Bern- Sandra Bernhard interview on Mark Marin, and it would totally bliss me out mm-hmm. and remind me of why life was so great and how to move forward. And I really... She's I, a very... I um, stalk her at the Whole Foods. You see her? Yeah, uh-huh. she's there all the time, Does and I want to tell her, but I don't think she would care. You could she try to get her on the food. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> David... Yeah, get her on the podcast. Why? Well, she must live around here, though. <laughs> it's probably convenient. No, she lives in Chelsea. I see her at the oh. Chelsea Whole Foods. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She doesn't live in Gowanus. No, that's not her Whole Foods. <laughs> I've seen you in a while, bro. <laughs> I know. It's been a long time. People do. Sandra Bernhard does not. She's not one of them. But she could, I guess. Uh, who lives in Gowanus? I don't know. Anybody. No celebrities live in Gowanus? No, a, a minus level. Yeah. You got your glasses, yeah. your, your Mo Rockas. Mo Rocca. Uh, He's running around. Mo yeah. Rocca. Does Mo Rocca live in Kiwanis? I don't know. I don't know where Mo Rocca lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> Probably in Los Angeles where all the flowers are so I was noticing there's some really cute bricks that you. I saw some cute bricks you were painting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. From I wonder if they were. Painting. Or... It could have been older. Yeah. It's like an interior studio shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've you been guys both have it up. a cuteness. Mm-hmm. Well, I, 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 I know some cute stuff on your side too. <laughs> How many bricks is necessary to like communicate the idea of like a lot of bricks? I noticed the more I do it, the smaller and more accurate they get. Yeah. Whereas the first couple ones I did were like a little, a little out of control, a little more like blocks. Too brick heavy. Too, too blockish. Not really brickish. Bricks are pretty small when you're far away. You know. 
I was using the bricks at the when I was doing a lot of bricks. I was trying to get as many different colors in every brick. There's different types of bricks. As I could. Mine were more like this painterly fantasy brick. Uh, I never. Well, maybe once in a while I'd go with the the red brick. The red brick or a painted brick, like um, a red brick in a studio might be painted. What pigment do you use for those bricks, Dan? Pigment. Yeah. <laughs> well, there. I mean, it's oil paint, so I mean. But like I said, mo I remember. Well, this is a. A little anecdote about brick, my brick thing that like I had this painting in the studio that um, I it's just been there for years for years and I was going through my stacks and found this thing and basically like it was an, a really well done and let me say I mean I painted it it was a, it was a nice interior I don't know how to say that oh it was a really well done I did it no I'm saying I it was it. a lovely interior fine but touch. it was a it's good to uh, surprise yourself it was a uh, there was a, a portrait of someone in it. Someone we probably know. I could say who it was. You like, can say uh, unless you don't want to. I don't know. On the radio. Anyway. Yeah. So I, I realized like I, I <laughs> sort of was like. radio is forever, but a painting is like just, yeah. Yeah. But I like sort of labored over this this figure and the painting never really came together. Well, all together. But after seeing it after all these years, I realized I kind of like dropped a, a studio painting right behind this guy. So then I just like painted out the dude, and then I, we sold it like immediately. I put it on yeah. Instagram. This all happened like right or during the, during Miami. Friends are not forever. Yeah, it's like I could clearly see if I just took the dude out of the painting. But the reason I'm thinking bricks is because this was one of the, the during the, the period when I was doing a lot of bricks. So okay, I had yeah. to go back and, and redo my bricks in the style that I did years ago. I just wanted to be sure yeah. you brought it back to bricks. Yeah, yeah, that, that's where okay. it came from. So. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I see so I sort of just layer bricks over the guy, you know, <laughs> who we all know, <laughs> but I won't name who it is. It's a Stalinist style like history. <laughs> um, so what do you mean by fantasy bricks? Because I was, the time when I was really into bricks, I was obsessed with like having. Each one is like its own little magical painting. Yes. And, and even if they're small, if I get every color into this brick, it's a good brick, you know? So I was trying to get back whatever weird reason I was doing that for I don't know I was trying to recreate that just recently the reason I got away from the brick thing because I it's sort of just as like complicated to paint a flat wall you know the bricks sort of like fill up the space you can start getting shapes and you're thinking about gusting and layering this wall up and all the fun stuff but if you sort of like paint a flat wall there's like a tricky part of that too if you really go for it yeah a gradient can take like forever that kind of thing but like a, a brick that could only you know Got thirty of them on there, right? So unless you're really like breathing all this life into every brick, yeah. Sometimes you can do the same in a, a wall, and it, it's just as exciting. I don't know. But do you, do you like when you said that you used to paint more bricks? Like, was that just because of like the where you're choosing to paint, or like a sort of decision? You, like the subjects? Um, yeah. I think it was a because I was using the bricks to activate space that. Because it looks really pretty when they're all accumulated, too. Yeah. Like, if I did paint a brick building now, I, I probably wouldn't get into the bricks the same way. I'd be, like, hoping to get to the... Skate by. To, to I skate know by. I'm a little brick wary right now. I'm just kind of sick of all the work that goes into it. Just hoping to you nail that color. You, you nail other parts of it so you don't have to go brick bricking that hard. Right. You got the essence of brick. <laughs> because what you when you look at like Hopper, right? I was about to say, what does Hopper do? Like, yeah, that he... kid, if you look at the the one that the Whitney has that great Hopper, yeah, and this light sort of cascading off the side. You can tell it's a brick building, but I don't think that guy was digging in on those bricks like no. that. No, he just, like, especially when you get up close to it, it looks kind of 
you know, poor and not as tight as you think it was. I, 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 I was I kind of surprised. This. I forgot up close that it wasn't that fantastic. I've noticed that with Hopper recently. It, it, maybe it was at the old Whitney. There was some really well-known Hopper painting. Now I don't remember which one it was. But when I got up close, it was like some, some brush strokes that sort of just... They're really yeah. awkward. I think because even though he was never... I don't even... Can we even talk about this? He was never considered like an illustrator or anything. Right. But clearly, those works look amazing in reproduction. Yeah. And he probably And from realized, a medium distance, too. Yes. Of course. No, they're, they're amazing paintings. Like, even in real life, you're not messing with Hopper. I'm, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, but it's not like a YF3, you get up close. Exactly. You realize it's every blade of grass and stuff. There was something maybe different at stake for him, like, if he was huh. wanted that light. Like that clown painting, I think the Whitney has it, or maybe the Meta is like it. Right, right. And when you get into the some clowny stuff, or like a woman in a room, and the woman's all, she's not disfigured, it's just wrong. It's like you know she's not a clown in that scene, but you know that she'll be a clown in like another scene or something, and that gives the painting pathos. I've never seen that painting before. Hopper's, I don't know if it's so much awkward as uh, like lonely and sort of straight white man's. Yes. The plight of the straight, straight white man, yeah. Straight white man. At his prime, when that, when that <laughs> pathos still could, could be mined uh, without guilt. <laughs> guilt. It can still be mined, man. It, it totally can, but you know. I mean... Well, he, you'd be more guilty if you were, I'm, you know, a straight white man and mining totally some a, other narrative altogether that is not related to you at all, right? Totally. That's a whole, that's a whole, that's it. I'll throw that one out to Buffy. I don't know. So, yeah. So <laughs> that's just that trying, sweet Scanlon territory. It's aiming for controversy. <laughs> yes, exactly. We've caught it. But. Yeah. Wait, so how, when did you start, Nick, just for a sec, like the, um, like the city or kind of facade stuff theme? Because like looking through you. Probably three or four years ago. Okay. Uh, it kind of started as a joke and to have something to Instagram, actually. Really? And then it completely props. took over everything I was doing. I was getting to a place in my painting where I wanted to be more representational of stuff, but I didn't really have the chops to actually do that. Yeah. So there were a couple paintings that were a sort of joking representation, and then this miniaturization was a way to uh, actually represent stuff. You got the representational bug. Yeah, totally. <laughs> From the abstractions, you were... Yeah, well, that stuff's fun. A lot of my favorite painting, though, is super representational. What are some of your favorite paintings? Like Matthew Cerletti Sil- and... Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, that far into representation. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think those are great. <laughs> That's um, funny. Even thing. Daniel thinks that's far. <laughs> oh, for, from, that, from where you're that's, coming from. That's, uh, that's, like, that's far. Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge Charles Ray fan, too. That makes sense. Because the like drawings, I mean, uh, when you say that they were like representational, but you know the chops, that like more kind of that like cartoony, the space, like the drawing, like yeah. you know, if like this figure who's like in this messy. I this, think like, it mess. represents motion and movement and stuff, but it's definitely not realistic. Yeah. What, in any wait, way, what are you talking about? Shape or form, the like cartoon drawings that they do. Oh. Yeah, that's an interesting thread that I just. I hadn't put together until now between both of your practices that you both work from representation, but it's in it's, it's not realistic at all. I like the little interior like guy in your. Well, that's looking yeah. at them. I want, I was like, yeah, yeah. But I liked how. Well, I, I mean, I spent some time with it before this interview, but the you like went back to the same style after like three years. Right. That's funny. Like you, you kind of like lined it up. There's no gap. 
It's like your fantasy bricks. Yeah, yeah but you went trafficking and it's, in fantasy. It's become a way to perform without actually performing too. Yeah, because I was gonna say because when I first was introduced to you, you were I primarily knew you as a performance artist. Yeah. Hmm. Are you performing at all anymore? Uh, it's been a while. Those it are. It takes so much more energy though, too. You know. Mm-hmm. So you see the little guy in. Yeah, he can those drawings that's for performing me. for you. <laughs> it's covered in like this stuff all over the studio. I've even done a couple that have. A, a range of like fake audience around them that's uh, really fun that's cool yeah no he seems so like a very in there. well the thing that's i mean i wondered how much how like close they were to reality when i when you see them because you're kind of like oh well like it's like nick seems like he's pretty together but like but also like is is this kind of like could, could this possibly be true also but like, even that kind of question like you know, I, that, that's just, I don't see it that way i see it as like that's what i picture you like right yeah yeah you're, you, you're straight up like think that that's like totally autobiographical yeah. You'd, yeah, be, yeah you'd be shocked at how clean my studio is almost oh, okay. at all points too. yeah i don't like the to live with the mess and stuff like well, lying in your for like blowing a bubble or something yeah that, <laughs> that's what i think is yeah. I mean, there's a little mess, but my mom always used to say, clean as you go, the mess you make will never show. So, kind <laughs> of internalize that. Words of wisdom. What's your mom's name? <laughs> Linda. Linda? Linda Buffett? Linda Till. Linda she Till. kept her own name. Ah. Excellent. Cool. Um, yeah, well, because it also, like, it makes you wonder, like, what, because then you see the building facades, and you're like, I wonder what, like, do I just assume that all these rooms, like, have... Char- you know, a character like this, like, well, in them? Judging from the, from the Calicoon website, was the first one you did of Calicoon upstate? No, the first, those were the first uh, more accurate, more detailed ones. Okay. Uh, the first, like, 12 or, I don't know, the first 20 were all sort of ideas of buildings or building types. Like, there's a warehouse, there's a brownstone, there's, mm-hmm. you know, but they were very um, stripped down and they weren't to scale and they weren't accurate at all. And then it was like, I need to make this more challenging and I need to get more detail in there. So then I started doing specific buildings from uh, Google Street View. Okay. It's sort of my way to research. Where Google Street View is everywhere. How do you, how do you... It's almost everywhere. Hone in. And now you can, well... It's mostly that I pick a building and then start doing the... Oh, cool. You pick a building that you see in person. Right. Then you go back to it. Usually it's buildings that I have uh, relationships with. Mm. Or that's what I'm working on right now, at least. And who's the dude? Who's the... What is his character? The little blonde cartoon guy? That's me. (laughs) Let me think. (laughs) Who could that be? Who Who is the dude? The dude is the dude. Yeah. It seems so evident to everyone else. (laughs) Well, it's, you know, it's hard to do. It's not you, though. It's, it's not him because it's well, a little, like, color pencil guy. Yeah. yeah. But it's him because but it, it's a representation What do you represent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As oh, good man. as I can do. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to, like, ask a stupid question. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, it's... I like to pretend, I like that we were, like, kind of pretending it wasn't him for a second. When <laughs> everybody, it was, like, obviously. That's my boyfriend. But do you, does he have a name? I mean, do you, do you just call him Nick? No, like, it's not really that narrative. Yeah. I have a. I wish I could do narrative. That's another thing. In your performances, like, would there be a similar character? I mean, obviously you would be in them. Yeah, but it's like, sort of hyper me. Yeah. I guess. Like that's kind of the. I mean, it makes sense. It seems like that's a little more of, fearless me or something. But sure. I mean, a more a slightly more confident Nick. <laughs> it's, it's always the performance. And your kind performances of stand. are so participatory. I'll try and, to force that into it. Yeah. What was the last performance you did? Uh, it's been a while. I can't remember right now. Okay. 
a Can that's a do... semi regular uh, feature we have where we uh, test you on your MC, <laughs> on your MCV. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> then we follow it, it with at least two seconds of awkward silence. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> the CV clearing seconds, which um are, are this absolutely where you put in the... that way. Yeah, I it's, it, it just struck me. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, you could probably say it better than I could, but both of you have sort of a. We were talking about fantasy earlier, but maybe it's more just sort of an idealized um, interior world that is re- recognizable, but that is more... I mean, even all the grime and stuff is cute. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> You're cuteing it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like a dog pissing on the side of a plastic trash bag. I've been doing a lot of pigeon shit on, t- on all the horizontal surfaces. But I can imagine you doing that, and that sounds adorable. Ceilings, yeah. <laughs> because if you're in there with like getting, you, like your little just putting your artist yellow eye browns on the, and whites, yeah, and, you're like making that pigeon poop like have a place in the world, you yeah. Know? And then, it's accurate too, yeah, but it doesn't smell as bad. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I think that this is an interesting point. Like beauty, that kind of thing. It is when you when you even just isolate it like you just did and then it's like yeah are we like am i obsessed with like beauty like making it like really nice i don't know i think for art for painting it's like well it's just sort of a romantic take that is sort of is somewhat at odds with you know the major currents in aughts slash what do we call teens quick and ugly (laughs) or like sort of abject and whimsical you know, uh, I don't know if that's. I think for our the art world that we live in, I think there is an emphasis on it. it's like it should be nice. You know, mm-hmm. I think the, it's. I don't know. I don't see a lot of examples of people making work about like stuff that's like truly terrifyingly or gross. Or, I could think yeah. of some, but I don't want to. Yeah. Make any. Animals. I feel like there's a lot of. <laughs> They're like I don't see my life that way. It seems like the... I definitely stay away from people for that reason. Really? Yeah. Besides the little guy. Yeah. Because it's like, a drawn guy. Because it implicates, like, some larger... Well, system. yeah. It puts me in a dollhouse. Right. right. I do find myself changing details of buildings sometimes to make it more symmetrical or a little more palatable, too. It's like when it's right, sometimes it looks wrong. Right. Yeah. Which is so funny to me. I, I know what you mean. Proportions and... I sometimes resist that temptation. Uh, Just for that reason. Like here's an example, like a, from the internet, where I'm not—I don't know any of the names of the people involved, but there was sort of a classic photo of three tongues, like kissing at once, and then there was someone who had like jocked that style like recently, mm-hmm. but in the new one, all three tongues you could see, like really, like symmetrically. I feel like I would have been like, yeah, like if I had to remake the photo, I would have been like, let's see all three tongues. The original one, the last tongue is 
behind the other two tongues. Interesting. Huh? But after looking at them side by mystery. side on the internet, you just begin to favor the original, the one where the, the third tongue is hidden. That is like a bit more mysterious. Something about it just started to work, but I feel like if I had to remake it, I'd be like, well, we should see all three tongues. Totally. You know what I mean? And I think that that, that urge in architecture when you're trying to like correct stuff, I do the same thing. Sometimes yeah. when you go back and don't correct, there's a reason why. It's but like when you paint someone whose limb is foreshortened right. you try and paint it. When you actually do it accurately, it looks, it, it doesn't get Or any someone sense whose eyes are actually are like uneven, yeah. you know? Like one is a little higher. You're like, well, I'll like straighten that shit out for them. <laughs> And it never looks like that. Dan Heitkamp, plastic surgeon. <laughs> yeah. Or I, mine, mine normally is the opposite. Where you're like a real sergeant. Really you bet you're like... And I'm like, whoops. <laughs> let's, let's, bring the, let's bring the one down. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. And people yeah, are, I, should... I love how you make everybody cockeyed and shit. And I'm like, oh. I did notice I, how funny Tish looked in her painting. Yeah, but people love that one. But they yeah, do. that yeah. was... I couldn't see that at first, though. Only like years later, I'm like, wow, man. Like, those eyes are fucking weird. I mean, you should take over. People the are always mantle. like, I love how you did her eyes. They're yeah. so like. <laughs> the big boob, uh, John Curran. Curran? Yeah. Curran has some really good paintings of homosexual couples. But you have to get, you have my to get, get closer to, closer to so my. Ab- I thought you had an app for that. John Curran. I know, but that was half a joke. Um, John Crone has Dude, some really amazing, amazing paintings of homosexual couples he has that, that are maybe my favorite. Of the gay couple cooking pasta. They're making together. pasta. There's another one where they're two really hot guys in a boat, in like a rowboat. Yeah, they're really tender. They're they almost feel more sincere than his paintings of women. Wait, yeah, the totally. guys in the boat are the, where you see their backs is all musculature. I assume they were homosexual. See, I didn't read it that way. Like, that, only now am I seeing it through that lens, and right. I'm willing to accept that reading. But I don't see it that way. Maybe exactly. I'll look it up. And well, there's there's no, this, yeah, like, let's, let's... slightly subdued section. Like, you know, everyone seems like they're repressing or because like, otherwise, sure, because like, sure. otherwise, it's but I don't all, see it as any. Maybe it's, it's all women all the time with him. You know? Sure, sure. But so. you, but the boat one for me is one of the more memorable ones, and I think that yeah, it's amazing, has. right? No, it's because it's rendered and so beautiful, so well, and so yeah, so epically. Like, uh, yeah, of course, Curran, it's right up there. I mean, I go more to the side. Lisa Yeskovich is amazing. Yep, Yeskovich. Like yes, yes. I mean, I still go to the side of like the little bit. I love like Michael Williams. Where yeah. representation, mm. but then it goes into like where That's you where's too. a valid argument argument for like post abstraction. Although I think I'm not, that, you know, it's I'm not like so sure about these iPhone paintings. I don't. I I don't. The more digital them. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like They're, right. But I At think he's best, amazing. The painting. ones, the best paintings, I think, are like a great argument for like what abstraction is after abstraction or what representation is after abstraction. You know what I mean? Like, it, it has... He's, like, sort of in that space that, like, Gustin sort of... I mean, it's, like... Sure, but like, you... Right. Yeah. But it's a, a, a step ahead, whereas... Totally. It feels very contemporary, nonetheless, but sure. it's, like, you know, navigating this, like, I have an... There's an image that has abstract qualities, but also has, like, signification in a way yes. that's, like, charming yes. and, oh. like, contemporary-seeming. Right. Um, that's probably the, the... At the top for me for, like... The possibility of painting. Yeah, Michael. People love Michael Williams now. Like I, th- I mean, he no. Seems I mean, like... yeah. It's it's funny. I mean, it's hard to. 
who knows? I mean, I, I like it. So I know I, I like it. I mean, it just it's like I feel like there's a he's as much as anyone that I know is like universally yeah un, unanimity like of which is funny because it, it, yeah because it's not necessarily like the most tasteful or who knows? I mean, it's. <laughs> Can you that edit that out? I will edit it out. Um, <laughs> May the record state. Yeah. The door the door got shut. The window got, got closed. Oh dear. Um, yeah. um Nick, what kind of facade is your favorite? Favorite facades, huh? Yeah. I have a lot of them. I just finished a Bank of America mm-hmm. on the Lower East Side. Like the ATM? I did I did a separate ATM too. Or is it like the Bank of Those America? Those are kind Tower? of ugly Wait, style. in the Lower East Side. It's the one on fourth and first. Alright. <laughs> oh I love that one. Yeah. There's a couple other ones I wanted to do too. May the record just reflect that Brian Fawcett. Mr. Brian Fawcett. So you're painting ATMs then? Oh, we should pause yeah, because Brian might actually have the mic stands. Oh, right, I think we could probably we could probably muscle through this uh, podcast on these mic stands. I've come this far. These armatures. Yeah. So I like the the the, the subject of the clear. ATM. Um, have you painted ATMs? No, no. That's how I like it. Never? Someone just brought up that um, uh, what's her butt that Haverstrom. Yeah. Josephine Haverson. Yeah. Have she done? Has she done ATMs? I feel like that's right up her alley. Instead of like a, a there's like a, a deposit shingle, box or, or like a flat shingle, it's like a ATM flat like deposit slips. Yeah, buttons. I could see that, right? Mm. She has to show up, but right surrounded now. by shingles and stuff. Yeah, shingled out. <laughs> that would be good. Sophie Cal did a piece from 1991 where she used footage of recorded from an ATM, which is kind of interesting, but her backstory that like the bank gave her the footage seems so improbable yeah how would you seems get like a uh, breach of privacy footage, right yeah maybe she hacked it really a- hacked atm it. art yeah atm art it's good for the art fair <laughs> it's perfect <laughs> you Are could stick ATMs real money to it at art yeah. fairs no real right? atms yeah, no just they're ATMs? probably around you think those are they're usually hotels and stuff people probably pay by check <laughs> Usually the pain comes afterwards. Fair point. Usually they get billed. And... Unless they Sometimes have those, they... those cards, those swipes on their phone. I've seen people pay with black Venmo? card before. Really? really? It's a power move. Bust out that black. <laughs> exactly. But pull the black out. Did... Have either of you ever been paid for a work by Venmo? I don't know what that is. I've used a similar thing called Square Cash. Oh, okay. I just downloaded Venmo, but I'm so uncomfortable by it. Really? Is that PayPal? Is that like it's a... like, it's a similar thing, yeah. I don't yeah. think they take, PayPal takes a percentage. But it has a social weird element to it where you can see what other, like, David Rosing the... paid Cat Crone $60 for cocaine. For... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like... Yeah, thanks, Cat. Thanks. <laughs> You're the best. Exactly. I mean, I want you people make to me see feel the, so good. <laughs> my web of transactions. <laughs> did you uh, go to Miami this year? I didn't. I went for five years, and it's probably been three or four years since I've been down there. Okay. Yeah, I didn't go this year either, but 
you went five years in a row and then yeah, and then really you took did it you off have, you took off three years yeah uh this year i had some drawings go down i don't think they got hung i feel like the last thing i saw i saw maybe it was at new york nada you Could had a, been, a yeah. little miniature a little house up there and some other stuff i like them yeah that was with calicoon yeah we're gonna do a show on february 13th Cool. In their space, kind of getting ready for that. They moved somewhere. Yeah, it's a bigger they space. Yeah, space. I like just space. around the corner though. And do they still have Calicoon upstate or no? No, they uh, they own a house up there. Fody and his boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That was just for the first year or two. So they kept the name. How about you, Dan? Do you have anything to pitch? Or I mean, to promote? Sure, <laughs> um, a loyal gallery in April. Dope. Sweden. Cool. Oh, cool. So I'm making some stuff for that as we speak. And something else in New York. Uh, little project. But with that word, I'm still I'm doing with Bill. Little secret? Bill Powers. Not uh, secret, but we're, you know, we're in the formative stages, but we're probably popping off right around sure. the time of... He's a secretive man. He probably wants to control his own release schedule. Yeah, like right around the time of um, the, the art fair there in New York. What, what is it? The Freeze. We'll do a little project in the city. Cool. We're in the if Good I can. If, That's like March, isn't it? It's May. May. Yeah. If we can pop it Same up. Same thing. Oh yeah, Armory if is we, March. If I we can detonate the art. <laughs> <laughs> well. I feel a little behind right now, so it's kind of like you have to catch up, and make more stuff. With myself, yeah. You can detonate the fun. art. I got some backup stuff too. So. You have reserves. Where is? It? Do you have a studio? I just work out of my apartment. Right. I got used to no commute. So now it'd be <laughs> really hard to go back. Yeah, to getting a studio. Because I think it was hard in the first place to switch over to living with your studio. But... Did it affect your practice? Because with the, those big abstract paintings, I mean, those are those are like large. Right? I had studio for that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm pretty versatile, though. I can, I kind of accept. Uh, I kind of look forward to how. The circumstances shape the art that I'm making, mm -hmm. so I feel like it usually has worked out for me. Do you feel the need to clean before you work? Yeah, I keep it pretty much clean the whole time. Me too. I mean, just curious because whenever I work from home, I end up cleaning the entire house. Yeah, I don't like seeing the mess. Yeah, I'll always make my bed and stuff. Just as like a um, way to have. Like a start from yeah clean slate sort of thing. Do you feel like you should make giant abstract paintings? No, um, painting is so folded into these miniatures that I don't feel the like uh, desire for that right now. And the miniatures are like made of it's like painted foam core mostly, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. painted foam core and painted paper. Is that, are you just going to like stick with the, I mean, because it's kind of nice, those materials are like insanely versatile, right? Yeah. Is that like. It's weird because you start from just big blank white things. It seems like it's never going to get done. <laughs> right. As far as sticking with it forever, I don't know. There's probably some version of that that's like my Belgian linen, you know. Well, there, I'm <laughs> sure that what there is is like tiny furniture there's somebody out there who's not yeah. in, in the art world yeah who's well, like I crushing think... these like they were like this one i worked on for 15 years yeah i think the answer to that is <laughs> cast plastic and um oh yeah you need like, a 3d printer yeah i don't know if so much that route but 
people Wait, do this stuff in plastic and stuff for yeah. like um, really professional uh, stop motion sets. Or, right, right. You know, people out there make these incredible miniatures. Of course. Right, like industrial uh, light and magic and. Exactly. So you there would be things that they saw in yours, and they'd be like, "This is like you could have done it in plastic." This is like watching like <laughs> so instead of watching like, like a professional figure skater, you're watching like a nine year old do triple axles, right? You know, <laughs> single, single axles. Yeah. <laughs>